That's what she can do while she's driving tomorrow. You think she's driving tomorrow? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Be serious, Bruh. Bruh. So that'll be there at least. That makes more sense. That's how it's going to work. Welcome to Running Beer and BS, a podcast where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And you are interrupting my intro. And my beer is almost empty. It's okay. Episode 16 today, guys. Thanks for checking this out today. We're we're talking about race day, as you can tell from the title of it, but uh, not the way you think. Yeah. It's uh, we're talking about race day, but we're talking about everything going on with race day. Except the running. Except the running. Because after all, the running's probably secondary. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you have to do to like prep to run. Yeah. And then a lot of stuff you have to drink after you run. Race day could be ruined a week before race day. That is true. Do we want to go far that far back though? Maybe not a week. Definitely. I would easily say two days. Okay. So if race day is Saturday, Thursday, I can... I, I feel solid in saying you could do something Thursday that could wreck race day. What about like when you're recording on Wednesday and you have a race on Sunday? Is that enough time? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. We'll have Gallon another, of water a day. We'll have another beer then. Uh, well, yeah, but, mine's gone. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have drank it so fast. It's or maybe we so shouldn't. Have, maybe we shouldn't have been bullshitting for the last Bull twenty minutes. Uh, this is infinitely better than last week's beer. Yes, this is a ton better. So we're going to start with what's dehydrating us. Uh, I've got a little something. We finally are able to get to it uh, from my trip out west. Uh, yet another one. So on the Westward. way on the way back uh, from Kansas and Oklahoma, went through Missouri, stopped in a little little town called Springfield, Missouri. You may have, may have heard of it. Missouri. Missouri. Am I a crooked letter, crooked letter? <laughs> oh, that's we're just playing Nelly as the intro. You may have heard Nelly to get to this, or you may not have because, you know, Suck. copyright infringement. Um, but we were heading through there, and there was a, I think it was a Monday, and Mother's Brewing Company, which what we're drinking tonight, it was closed on Monday. And I was like, well, they have this really cool beer called Milf, and I want it. So we stopped by a grocery store and picked it up. So Tonight, we are drinking milk from Mother's Brewing Company. It is Mother's Imperial Liquid Fantasy. Uh, read the description. See, see what they did there? Yeah. See, they, 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 it's like... It's not milk like you thought it was milk. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you, it's, you it's, dirty people. It's beer milk. <laughs> it's a liquid fantasy. It's a liquid. Um, with milk, Mother's devotion to depth and complexity borders on obsession. Flavors of roasted malt, chocolate, and raisin mingle with a maturity imparted from 11 months in bourbon, rye, brandy, and rum barrels. Topping out this 11% ABV, this voluptuous sipper rewards contemplation. Your mom's voluptuous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's where they get the, uh, the whole milk thing from. But this is the 2018 vintage. I've never had any other vintage. This is delicious. It is so good. Here's what's kind of cool about this is we were talking about because let's, let's be honest. Uh, I don't know about it. I don't have that money tree growing in my backyard. I don't know if everybody <laughs> else does, but uh, I, I, I am still like perturbed over the fact that Sabretooth is 12 bucks a four pack. Here's what's cool. I was asking Jonathan, this is also 12 bucks a yeah, four pack. Yeah, it was like 12 or 13 bucks and for the four pack. And you know what's crazy? Instead of it being 8.6, this is 11%. And I, I said it last week. I'll say it again today. Sabretooth didn't really, it didn't, uh, it didn't, it didn't, yeah. it didn't wet my panties. Yeah. This, 
this is good. It's the, it's very smooth for like when you smell, cause when we were smelling the, uh, the bottles, when we had poured them, it, it, it smelled very boozy. And I yes. get, I got kind of worried with the boozy, but the boozy smell I think is really from mostly from like that brandy barrel. Cause that's yeah. usually pretty potent and you get a lot of that sweetness. Yeah, it's, it is sweet. Uh, it is Jonathan enlightened me to this. I was not aware on untapped. You could add oh, yeah. your own flavor profile, little thing about Bobby. So I thought you just had to go with what, like whoever, whatever they said you could whoever, do ever, whoever like put the beer on untapped. I thought you were limited to what they have done. I am lucky enough. I've gotten to add beers to untapped, <laughs> uh, namely on Stoss, where I beat Don to it, but I've gotten to add beers on, uh, on untapped. He's like, so, damn, we just put this on tap. Why yeah. did you already yeah. like, uh, first and what's funny is when I did it in Stoss, I had Don standing right there, like holding my hand, like, all right, Don, tell me what you want me to put on here. <laughs> like, so I don't fucking, so anything. what is it called? What's yeah. the ABV on this? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Cause I want it. Cause I am like, I want it to be perfect. Right. Yeah. So I like, well, what's the ABV? What do you think the ABUs are? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anywho, yeah. So it's weird on untapped for the 2018 vintage sweet or sweetness wasn't even one of the yeah. flavor profiles. I'm like, that's gotta get added. Cause yeah. it is, it is, it is super sweet. I'm very bummed. Like trying this. I've had a couple, I bought, um, whatever grocery store I went to had like your mix six pack, like most of the grocery stores have. And from that, I was like, all right, I want to get up. Like literally everything I got was from from mothers. So I grabbed, uh, I had a couple of their IPAs, had a new England IPA. There was a double IPA. I think I've got another double IPA in the fridge. Everything I've had from them is just solid. Yeah. Hey, new England IPAs. Yeah. Are they always hazy? Yes. Is that, that that's like that's a their, thing. With that's new their England. staple. Yeah. They're yeah. like super hazy. Yeah. Um, like the, the one I can immediately think of is hazy Jane. Yeah. yeah. From, from brew dog. Yep. I've had, so, cause you know, the cool thing about microbreweries or, you know, small breweries is everyone could be a little bit different. Right. Right. So, uh, I've had a hazy Jane where I'm like, Oh, this is okay. It's not so yeah. I've also had hazy Janes where it looks like straight sludge. I yeah. mean, it is like, you can't see shit through that thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I wonder, I wonder how they, I mean, that'd probably be a, a, a Google kind of question of what, what they do to make it hazy yeah like what actually goes through that process i got a guy who knows that answer i guarantee you i got a guy who knows that answer he's is he a, a listener uh he's on it probably not because he's okay. not much of a uh he doesn't give a fuck about running <laughs> but yeah, he loves enough. beer so i don't know i'll have to ask him if yeah he ask him maybe we'll, we'll bring that up for any listeners if you guys know just comment on the uh on the link on the facebook page or leave us a leave us a drop on the website or or and i'll preface it here now because i've been forgetting the last few weeks you can email us now we have a legit email set up you can reach us at podcast at running beer and bs.com so you can sh- you can shoot us an actual email oh you um, fancy if you want to get in touch with us oh you fancy. it's real fancy and i think we have our own personal one set up but i don't want to give those because i don't remember exactly what they are <laughs> I don't know. yeah i do remember sentences yeah, but, I, have no but I don't remember what they actually are but yeah if you're ever in uh springfield missouri i believe they sell this throughout missouri as well I could very be very well be wrong, but Mother's Brewing Company. I've had three or four of their beers. They I can't they cannot do wrong. I don't think there's a little left in my bottle. Pour that out right there. Uh, but this one is delicious. It's sweet. It's funny. My wife was down here uh, when we were pouring it, and she's like, "We only had two in the fridge." She goes, "Do I not get one?" I'm like, "Don't worry, no, honey. No, you do not, because mine's gone." <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got two two more left in the cupboard, so I didn't want to put them all in the fridge because then John and I would drink them all. I might drink one warm. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Oh, goodness. Oh, you still had a little bit left in that bottle, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we kind of hinted to it before we recorded a little earlier because um, I'm out of town this weekend. So there's not much uh, week-wise. Anything really happened in the last, like, three I, days since we recorded? I actually ran. <laughs> <laughs> About time. I uh, I took a pretty good hiatus. That is a good topic we should go sometime or maybe just like here i was actually thinking about posting this you know if you if you need to take a mental health break from running that is perfectly okay yeah so uh, i took a little mental health break just wasn't feeling the motivation like fuck the cold like every morning i woke up and it's like snowing or cold or i was like this is bullshit i've already been teased into wearing shorts and t-shirt i'm not running yeah. Uh, on that note. So, anyways, I'm I'm back to running. Um, so, kind of catapulting off from that, or springboarding, or whatever little phrase you want to use. If you take a small hiatus, be smart and be good to your body, and do not jump right back in to where you were yeah. at. That is a recipe for disaster and injury. Yeah. Um, I really think in all of my years, I have only had two, one very severe and one kind of severe. So two good injuries, both of them, I am 100% positive beyond a shadow of a doubt is where I jumped right back in after taking a very, very short break and, or I tried to up my miles and or pace way too fast. Way too fast. So uh, we'll get into. That. I, I wrote that down that is, in, that in is, a future episode because there's a, a good one. There's a lot there. Injury prevention. There's a lot. That, well, that's probably two episodes in itself. Like actually oh my take, God. taking the hiatus itself. It's just writing itself. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. You came up with two episode ideas uh, uh, in the same night. I will say, I'm usually the, uh, <clears throat> you know, the talent. <laughs> talent sits and drinks i need another beer i will seriously need another beer by the time this is over well we're not having another one of these because they're kayla's we got some miller light in there help cleanse the palate and and headache and headache and instant headache but yeah so not much really happened this week except john got back to running so that's good um this weekend we'll talk about it more not the next episode. We'll talk about what the next episode is a little later, but the next, next, episode. Uh, the next, next episode, we'll probably bring up a little bit about the race, but I'm, I'm heading to Iowa, uh, to run the run Crandick, which is, it's an interesting, I never, I was like, what the hell's Crandick? It's Cedar Rapids and Iowa city. Mm. So you're running from Cedar Rapids to Iowa city. Crandick sounds like the name of the German fucking Santa Claus. Thing. Yeah. That's, um, Krampus. Or something like that. Krampus. Krampus. Yeah, Krampus. Krampus is uh, homeboys with Krandick. They go back way <laughs> they go, back. They go, they go way back. They used to shoot dice in the Funny corner. Funny story. It was a Wednesday. <laughs> what no. comedian? Was that Dane Cook or was that Tosh? I don't know. It's like way back was a Wednesday. Wednesday. And you're like, oh, I hate that I quoted Dane Cook if that was actually a thing. But Daniel Tosh is solid. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I'm a juvenile, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm a child. I also laugh. I, I also laugh at fart noises. So, uh, yeah. you know, come to your own conclusions. Adult stuff. <laughs> but to the uh, topic for tonight, like we talked about earlier, is race day. Really, everything about race day, other than the running. Yeah. So I say we don't go two days back. Let's go. Let's go like the day before. Maybe like 
your, well, actually, no, we should go two days back. We'll start two days back. Cause that was a good idea of like, if you do something, we'll, we'll, we'll keep using the analogy race on Saturday. Yes. Saturday. So is race day. We'll, we'll play some, like what happens through that week. All races should be on Saturdays. If you I, are an RD and you do a race on a Sunday, you are a sadistic sadist bastard. Yeah. I mean, who wants to run on a Sunday and then have to travel back immediately. How many I mean, and go to work? I would sore say I would w- say a high percentage of races are on Sundays. <sighs> more often, more often than not, I'm having to work around. It's hard for me to find Saturday races when we travel. Even so, okay. So here would be the interesting thing. Do you think ultras though are more commonly on Saturdays? Yes, because because they have fucking common sense. <laughs> well, there's that. And because they usually uh, two days have multiple of, distances and they yes. span over two days so. or they span a, a 50 miler yeah. spans most of a day. Yeah. So I'm a, I, I think all, I think, you know what? I would say half marathons and above should be on Saturdays. Like I don't get yeah. why they put I them agree. on Sundays. Uh, anywho, yeah, that's a whole okay, other. So yeah, yeah. So race starts race day from here on out is a Saturday. Race days on Saturday for for this conversation. So Thursday. So thirsty Thursday. So you don't drink. You are. It's. <laughs> oh wait, no. I, I don't. Thought, I thought it was carb loading day. <laughs> am, I, am I doing it wrong? Man, something's going on here. <laughs> I don't understand why my kidneys hurt on race uh, day. Yes, yeah, so I would say like Thursday. It's probably when you start like not joking about the round, but like literally start carbs. Yeah. Like trying to try to get some good, simple carbs in. That's what I do. So I, we won't, I, go, we won't go straight nutrition there. So I'm not going to get too details yeah, on that, but it's kind of weird because you mentioned carbs because I was, I read somewhere probably a couple years ago that one of the biggest misconceptions is carb loading on Friday night, right? Yeah. yeah. You should actually Thursday, your lunch Thursday should be your heavy carb meal. And then dinner Thursday should be slightly less than lunch yeah. on Thursday. But then Friday is more of your protein kind of day. Really? Yep. So the, uh, I said, we're not going to talk about nutrition, but, but and here this, we go. that's how it works. Anyways, the book, the, um, new rules, the marathon nutrition, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Third, so Thursday and Friday you have, um, Thursday you have five, five grams of carbs per kilogram of weight. Golly and then on Friday or day before race, yeah. you have 10 grams of carbs per kilogram. Oh. So like for me, I'm like 80, 81 kilograms. So it's like 800 grams of carbs the day before the race. And then about 500 Thursday, which is just like, it's an insane amount of carbs. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's literally eating. I'm eating a half a box of Cheerios, yeah. four bagels with jelly, an entire carton of cranberry juice. Well, and so that's actually what I was saying. Bring up this when they say carbs they are not like they're not isolating it to food yeah like it can be liquid it can be liquid carbs yeah and if you're doing liquid carbs make sure it's all natural juice don't get that don't get that cocktail shit you don't want that cocktail shit the the your the carbs are from the sugars but at least they're natural sugars yeah yeah. i meant no yeah they're not added uh, added sugars there but i would say thursday is when you really should start paying attention to to food wise and then i think the absolute most important thing that happens on thursday is your sleep the night before the night before the race yeah is your most important rest night because the night before the race your mind is already thinking you're yep. not going to get yep. a full night's sleep of relaxed sleep as long as you're off your feet though 
Yes. Friday night, right? Like Jonathan's saying, you're not going to be asleep. Right. But be off your feet. Oh, yeah. And in like, even if you're laying in bed, like tossing and turning, at least you're off your feet and you're resting. Right. You know, you're actively resting. But I would so. make sure for Thursday night that you like yeah. try to get to bed at a decent time. I usually wake up the the, the morning before race. So it would be Friday morning and try to get just a couple miles in yeah. d- depending on the distance. But I try to get a couple miles in just to keep my legs loose um, and just shake out anything that's there. Uh, Dr. Mike, when we did uh, Atlanta, he had a plan, which I don't think he does as much anymore. It really was helping me, but it was kind of, it goes with along with those carb wise is like depleting yourself to like absolute exhaustion almost. Yeah. And then fueling your body. So we woke up around the same time that we have to wake up for race day. That's also another thing. If you're, you get a good night's sleep on Thursday, you try to emulate race day morning as possible. So if race was at six 30 to start and you're going to be waking up at five, yeah, try, try to schedule yourself to be able to wake up at five. It's hard, especially with a Friday day because of work or that sort of thing, but try to emulate that. So your body is used to two days in a row, waking up at the same time. But we woke up and you, know, you got like a couple mile shakeout run in and then we were doing like sprints straight up a hill, like to the point where I was almost throwing up and he goes, Ugh. he goes, now you're depleted. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, and I have to run a marathon tomorrow. You dick. <laughs> but awesome. I mean, again, I ran a PR, so may have worked. <laughs> It's so weird. It's hard. It's hard to say what it is, but we basically from then on, it was just like straight carb loading, you know? So day before the race, try to stay off your feet as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Why, why make your legs heavier than they need to be? Right. Right. Yeah. But you also need to be moving. Don't be like, I wouldn't keep your feet up all day because like blood flow and that sort of thing. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's something to that effect. There's, of, a ha- there's gotta be a happy median. Yeah. Right. You can't just sit around all day. That's, that's not an excuse to tell like your, your significant other spouse or whatever. Be like, sorry, boo. Got to race tomorrow. Sorry. I'm just going to sit right here. Mommy loaf. <laughs> Chicken pat pat. <laughs> what does she do? I don't even know what she's doing over there. I'm a, I, I'm, uh, that's like people I'm, I'm going to work on getting my 15th vasectomy. Sorry. <laughs> Got to take the weekend off. Gotta vasectomy. So <laughs> I want to tell you uh, 15 times. You probably should go to a new doctor. I might, not, might not be right. <laughs> yeah. um, You're not going to the appointment. Um, so yes, yeah, so I would say like the leading up is your know, good night's sleep on Thursday. Stay off your feet on Friday as much as possible. Make sure you're eating properly. Um, try to stay away from the fats and the fibers because oh, fiber will mess you up. Cause that stuff will sit in your system. And then when yeah. you don't want it to do dairy, dairy, dairy's another one. Yeah. Dairy. I mean, for some people, that's oh, the dude. weird, that's the weirdest thing is oh. like some people can wake up and have like, have three things of oatmeal with milk, like before oh. a race. And I'm like, Oh no, that God. would come out the exact way yeah. it came in. I, um, it, well, so it's interesting you said, cause it's, it's goes back to know your body. Yeah. Know you. Um, I can eat, I can eat spaghetti with marinara, grilled chicken and sauteed spinach on it. I could eat my fucking body weight in that and not have a single issue on the flip side of that coin. I know someone who, if he eats the smallest plate of spaghetti with marinara sauce, yeah he will not make it a quarter mile down the really? trail. Yeah. Like tomato sauce. We'll have like to talk about who that was. Marinara. Is, I don't marinara know who that is. Absolutely. 
just cooks it. And I think it's anything tomato. I think it's tomato based. Anything tomato. Interesting. Well, I mean, the acidity in tomatoes, that's something that can yeah. get your stomach. Yeah. So I don't know if I, I don't know if it's all things tomato for him or not, but yeah, like he cannot do tomato. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, well, we have someone else like in our group that for whatever reason, so like I tried to, to refrain from drinking beer or anything like that, just from uh, obviously we call it our, what dehydrates us. So obviously it's yeah. a dehydrating agent. Uh, I try to refrain from that. The first few, the last few days of the thing. So probably even like Wednesday for a Saturday race, I'm probably not, I'm, I'm done drinking anything other than literally like water. Um, but we have, we know someone that it's like the night before the race, it's pizza and beer. Yeah. And you're just like, how on the same note on, it's like, we obviously know some pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was talking to someone this weekend and we all know this guy. He went out to Western States and I'm going to give enough information that they'll know who they are, <laughs> but other people might not. So they don't feel all embarrassed that they got bragged upon. He went out to Western States. He ran it unassisted. No, no pacer. Western States, no pacer. The night before he was walking around with a case of Budweiser drinking beers with him and his crew. See, those are the kind of people that what? I would kick. Oh, what a badass. What a badass. Like, oh yeah, I'm drinking again. And like, I guess, uh, like the story I've heard from it was that other, like, like these snobby, snobby leads are looking at him like, who yeah. are these assholes? Yeah. This guy's then, never going to make yeah. it. Yeah. And then lo and behold, there's this like old school dude walks up. He's like, you dudes, you dudes are doing it fucking right. It's <laughs> like all proud of him and shit. He's like, like one of the OGs to Western state. Yeah. But then he starts talking about nom. Yeah. Well. yeah. No shit. There I was turning <laughs> us in a wire. So like he turns around though. He's drinking Budweiser the night before. Yeah. He turns around and knocks out Western state. No yeah. pacer. I mean, and then again, beer itself. I mean, for what it is, there's a decent amount of carbs in beer. So yeah. it's, it's not, it's, it's a happy balance. Though. Right. It's weird because like we're not drinking a milf right, the night right. before a race. It's kind of weird though, because like you're talking about how much water you drink. I would actually, you gotta be careful not to drink too much water. Yeah. I honestly think, um, cause I've kind of played it both ways there for a while. I was like starting one week out from the race. I would drink one gallon of water a day. Okay. Up until race day. But you how also, many, how many ounces is that? Do you know what, 64 ounces in a gallon. Yeah. No, that's a quart, isn't it? So is it 128 in a gallon? So, Hey Siri. Hey Siri. So anyways, I would drink a gallon of water a day. Well, the other thing you got to be kind of cognizant of is that you don't get yourself what's called water drunk. Cause if you drink too much water, you end up 128. Yeah. yeah. If you drink too much water, you end up flushing out all the electrolytes true. that you also need. Yeah, so there true. is a, definitely that happy balance of like drink a, a fair amount of water, but make sure you're not, it, it's weird. Everyone talks about, Oh, is your urine clear? Is your urine clear? If your urine's clear, you're probably too yeah, hydrated. You're, you're over hydrated. Yeah. So you don't uh, want it, You just don't want it to be like, like maple syrup. Yeah. It you don't want it to hurt. <laughs> as I, it shouldn't be so thick and yellow that it hurts when it comes out. It should not feel like Play-Doh being squeezed out yeah. with like the little extractor Look, toys. Look, honey, I'm making honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but so, yes, yeah, so that, leading up the race day. That gets us all the way, literally, to race, race morning. Day. Race morning. Do you uh, have, so what is your, what is your like breakfast of, well, let's, let's do this. We'll go, what is your like morning routine look like? Okay, so my morning routine, and it is like, it is, this is my morning routine for long runs. 
This is my morning routine for race day. This is it. I wake up at least, and usually almost on the nose. Uh, okay, so I always factor in my driving time to the race, race, race start, right? Right. So let's say it is a 15-minute drive to race. I wake up two hours before I need to leave for the race. Okay. All right. So, so when do you, so it's, let's say it's 15 minutes. How, how early are you getting? This is kind of going a little bit ahead, but kind of just give me a timeline yeah. of how early are you getting to the race before it starts? I like to get to the race. See, and I'm neurotic. I like to get the race like 45 minutes to an hour before it starts. So let's just say 45 minutes for argument's sake and yeah. it's 15 minutes away. Yeah. So you, it's an hour before. Okay. I just, yep. I just yep. want to get a yep. timeline yep. in my head. So I like to wake up two hours before okay. I need to leave for the race. Okay. And here's why. This is what I will have, and you can write it down. It is stamped in concrete. This is what I will have. It is two cups of black coffee, as strong as I can get them, because you got to get the bowels moving. <laughs> and then it is one cup of uh, organic yogurt. Okay. With a quarter cup of uh, granola and a teaspoon of chia seeds. Really? Yes, sir. That I mean, that's a little bit fiber right there, man. That's a lot of protein and a lot of carbs too. So, like, I don't, I don't drink coffee. Yeah. Is like coffee in general? Like, if I drank decaffeinated coffee, like, would that have the same like uh, lactic? Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I don't know if I. I the easiest thing to give you is I don't know. Okay. I know. I'm just curious. I, that, yep. I just thought about what you said. That. I know that powerhouse combo that I just described. <laughs> there's literally shit a brick. Dude, did you just feel the whole house vibrate? No. Am I hallucinating? I got that MILF money. <laughs> that MILF money. <laughs> so, uh, um, that, what I just Sorry. described though, it flushes everything out and the vast majority of time I can make it through the race with depending on the yeah, length of the race. The, yeah. I can make it through the race with limited to no issues. Huh? That is my go-to. Interesting. Yeah. So once my stomach gets trained for that, that is what I'm doing. Um, and it is fairly solid for me. That, that seems to be the good thing for me. That seems to be the, the working, the winning combo. Huh? So I'm a little different in the routine itself because so again, talking about, and we really need to have like a full off. We had a little bit of a nutrition episode, but I think we could have d- dived deeper, like much deeper into the nutrition. But so race morning, I still try to get, I, I try to basically top off my carbs. Yeah. So I try to get like another 200 grams of carbs in, which is just stupid. It's just a stupid amount of carbs to get in. So I finish eating two hours before the race starts, which means I'm waking up. Oh my God. Three to three and a half hours before the race starts, which is about where I'm at, which is not too far depending on how far it is from there, but you get to the race sooner than I do. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Because you know, I'm late everywhere. Right. Um, Well, when it comes to running anything else I'm on time for, um, because I mean, you guys can wait. Um, but yeah, so I'll wake, I'll wake up then. And then I have, I mean, I have a typical routine where I have, I have a playlist that I listen to um, for every single race. I, I add songs, remove songs. And the playlist is about 45 minutes to an hour long. 
and it, I always make sure it's there. So if I add new songs, I remove yeah. other songs. So it's exactly that. And I literally just put on my headphones and I'll read or I'll like just get some work done. Just like just mind numbing stuff. I think I'm just eating, listening to music and just getting things done. Really? And it's just like kind of like zoning out. Cause like, we'll, we most of the time, obviously I travel a lot for the races. Yeah. So we're sitting in hotels and stuff like that. So <clears throat> got the beats on just chilling. Either I'm in like a hotel lobby or I'm in our room, like in like the little side chair that's usually in hotel yeah. rooms. And I'm just sitting there and I'm just like zoned out just, you know, eating and just trying to like, just get my mind off of anything. Cause you're nervous for the race. Though? Yeah. Even with all the marathons you did, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still nervous. Every single race, oh, that is, yeah. every single, like every single race, when they play the national anthem or they do whatever announcements, like every single one, I get like the goosebumps and I'm just like, I'm so nervous and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, it kills like, she, I love her. It's just another marathon. Yeah. It's just, a mar- I'm like, yeah, but it's still four to five hours. Right. A lot can happen in four to five hours. Well, she's run faster than <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's uh, that's her, that's her take on it. So trust me, she'd love for me to run faster as well. But yeah, so I, I just sit there and try to relax and like calm myself down from everything. And then I play the game where, you know, go to the bathroom, you know, then use, use the stick to, to like work out the muscles and just do like a quick, like dynamic stretch. Is it dynamics is the one? Yeah. Dynamic stretching. Cause it's like the moving stretching. Not oh, so you're, so you're the guy in the tight ass corrals doing like lunges and shit. No, I do this all in the hotel room just before like, just, you know, I'm not, I'm not the guy that's like running in place or stuff like that. But I, again, I did this with Mike and at the, the marathon in Atlanta. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do a little lap like around uh, maybe a quarter mile or something like that. To loosen up legs, do some like high step stuff like that. Just like to get the blood flowing and going. Cause for what makes sense. And this is why you see elites going, you know, before the race running a mile almost or something yeah. like that. It's your first few miles. Your body's not warm yet. Your right. heart rate's not, it's not there. So it's like, get it there. So when yeah. the race starts, you can be in full mode. Your yeah. body doesn't have to warm up to get to that mode, which I'm like, shit, that makes perfect right. sense. Well, that's just like, I mean, just to draw a parallel to that, when I used to wrestle, you know, you'd warm up to where you were sweating yeah. before you wrestled, you know? Yeah. Like your warm ups were meant to be warm, right? <laughs> like warm <laughs> yeah. up. That's like, weird. We'd be in full sweat before you go out there and wrestle. So yeah, that, that completely makes sense to get the muscles. Want to wrestle. Want to wrestle. Hey boy, it's wrestle. I'm going to throw you down and wrestle you like yeah. a pig. Yeah. <laughs> Squeal like a pig. So, so yeah, that's, I mean, that makes complete sense. Yeah. I can see where you're coming from. So, yeah. So, so that's basically the routine there. I, I like to try to get to the race, obviously, depending on the race. Um, if I have to, most races, since I do more marathons than you do, it's obviously corral based system. So yeah. a lot of times I have to be in a corral yeah. much earlier than I'd like to be. Yeah. Um, so I know when me and the elites show up, we just, you know, <laughs> yeah, your bus takes you to the front. The you bus, have to you know, <laughs> move. Uh, but yeah, so I try to, I'll get there. I will probably get there. The latest I can possibly get there <sighs> to not stand around. That gives me stress again, again. Not so I'll be there at least 30 minutes before the race at least. Yeah. But if I need, if the crowd says, no, the crowds close an hour before, yeah. I'll be there right at the hour mark. Like I'm not going to sit around any longer in that crowd than I have to. And <laughs> I'll even stretch it where they're like, Hey, you should be in the crowd already. I'm like, mm, that's I'll a, give it 15 more minutes. That's, that's hilarious. Cause I would rather, so going back to the good old army days so of hurry up and wait. Yeah. I have seriously got into the corrals 
and then like leaned against the corral and like took a power nap standing <laughs> like <laughs> like to the point where my knees would buckle and they're like yeah. wake me oh, up. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. yeah the start I, gun goes off like oh sorry, sorry, sorry. i would rather get there wicked early just so i know i'm there and i'm set up and then like take a good power nap marine like, corps marathon we will that wasn't really my fault it's the first year they implemented it's like crazy security and i was actually talking to my sister-in-law about it today um and we got there I got to the security line an hour and a half before the race and I technically missed the start. Yeah. I was on the other side of the, whatever that big ass cannon that they fire. I remember I was about to walk in front of it and the guy's like, Whoa, hold on. They're about to fire the starting cannon. I'm like, cool, cool. And I'm sitting there and the guy next to me goes, you're going to want to cover your ears. I'm like, what do you mean? And I covered him and you hear God and and people around me that didn't know that you're just like, like all shooken up. But I mean, the leaders started before I even got to the corrals. Yeah. And it's like, but that's a big enough race. Like, who cares? That's yeah, there's also there's all the thirty thousand people there. Yeah, yet, that's so. the other thing. It's like kind of weird. Like, you know, I like we've talked about a couple times. I don't do a ton of marathons, so like the races I'm usually in are like, I don't know, like a big race for me would be couple hundred couple hundred yeah so if you're not there during race you're kind of fucked yeah the start, <laughs> like, the start takes 15 seconds for yeah, everyone to come through yeah so like you know and i don't know uh, i need all the time i can get so 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 getting to the start i i put this down because i thought it was kind of funny is who drives to the start me do you me. drive everywhere oh i'm a control freak okay so it's all about the control and honestly if we're going to be late i want it to be my fault Right. Gotcha. Okay. Like, okay. So, um, you could just do like it is in my house where no matter the problem, it is my fault. <laughs> so here's the reality that matters. I'm, I am a control freak and I get super anxious if I'm not early to somewhere. Okay. Um, and Jen is almost always my crew chief and, or one of my pacers. So she's already getting yelled at way more than any wife ever deserves to get yelled at. Right. <laughs> So I figure if I'm driving, there's no reason for her, you know, for me to have any anxiety toward her because it's all my fault. Right. So I just drive. I drive anywhere, everywhere anyways, but especially on race day, it's just way easier for me to be in charge of that. I've already planned the route to get there. I know exactly where I want to go. You know, you know everything that's happening. I, yeah. And it's just so much easier for me just to take that bit of control and control it and be in control of it. Cause if you want shit done right, just do it yourself. And, uh, that's, I, it just, that just works better for me. I'm not good at giving up control. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. See Kayla, I, I, I love her for this. Cause I don't know. People always say like, I don't know how she puts up with you, especially with the, like going around to like all of the different States and stuff that we end up going to is she, Will <laughs> that, that last that was, drink? That, that last drink swing, is boozy. Is it? That last drink is boozy. A lot of stuff. Uh, John, John just that, had like John had like a head shake. Wait until you take that last drink. There is a uh, there's a lot of a action. little bit of surprise. There's the a end. lot of action that's settled nice. at the bottom of that glass. Um, uh, yeah. So Kayla will drive the day before the race. Yeah and the race day. Yeah. So if we're traveling to like this upcoming weekend, the race is on Sunday, she'll drive anywhere we go on Saturday and yeah. she will drive us home on Sunday. Right. But if we spend extended time, it's me driving on the note of driving home. Jen has always drove home. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually you're just passed out of sleep. Yeah. The one, the funniest, one of the funniest, 
uh, when we was in Michigan for my race up in Michigan, um, I was like, no, no, I got it. I can totally drive. Yeah. And, uh, I, I would be impressed if we made it like 45 minutes down the road and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? She's like back onto the road. I'm good. I'm good. She's like, just, just pull over. I'll drive. I'm good. I'm good. Did I tell you our, our new car has the setting where like, if it feels like you're swerving back and forth, it'll actually come up on the screen saying, we think you need to take a rest. Here's your local co- coffee shop, like the oh closest coffee shop or whatever. Like yeah. we think you need to rest. AKA you're driving real shitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Jamie Burrier in his Nissan. I think, is that a Maxima he has in his car? It, I think it's a Nissan, but anyways, their his, SUV. No, no, no. It's the little white car that used to have, but anyways, uh, and it, it had that lane assist. Yeah. And that thing, lane assistles. Oh my It'll God. wake you up. Well, we I, have, we have that in the five. He had too. to turn it off. He had to turn it off yeah. because it is like the slightest. It is sensitive. And he's like, this is so stupid, you know? Yeah. Cause if you just, if you're in a car and you're just trying to bullshit with your buddies yeah. or whatever. Well, the problem too with that is I'm not a big fan of using blinkers cause I'm from Florida and blinker means, yeah, I'm not letting you in bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. You put your blinker on. You're not from around here. I'm not letting you in. I hate Florida drivers. So, <laughs> The so, worst. So I don't use it, but if you don't use your blinker, yeah. when you switch lanes, it vibrates each time because it's oh assuming it's assuming you're drifting to the other lane. Maybe that's why it's always saying that I need to like stop and take a rest because because <laughs> <laughs> I'm never doing, using my blinker. You're following basic laws. Um. So yeah, that's interesting about the about the driving area. Like, yeah, I just I like to be in control. So all right. So um, we have gotten to the race. We're, we have run the race. Yeah. I mean, what do we need to tell you about it? Just do that damn thing. Yeah. Just do the race. That's obviously the damn thing. It's the easiest part of this entire process. It is literally the easiest part. You've trained for it. Yeah. You've done the right thing. You've planned the routes. You've 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 understood. Just put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And go until someone tells you to stop. Yeah. One step at a time until you see finish line. Hey, side note. If your watch says 26.5 and you're still a a half a mile away from the finish line, you got got half a mile to go or your DNF. Don't stop. Or like a few people, (laughs) one of my friends told me, I think she listens as she's crossing the line Uh, for hangry. God, that was good race. (laughs) She's crossing the line for hangry. She goes 3.55 miles. Isn't a fucking five (laughs) K. She should be grateful. We didn't charge her for the extra miles. You're welcome. You're welcome. Person, Free half mile. Person I won't name. <laughs> um, uh, so, so you've gotten through everything. It's like eating an elephant one bite at a time. Exactly. That's how no, you do it. That's how you do it. Post-race activities. The most important activities. So what is your like, we'll, we'll go like immediately post-race. Immediate post-race. Like what's that look like? Uh, me crying. <laughs> me swearing to every deity there is that I'll never do that again. (laughs) (sighs) This is fucking horse shit. I will never run another hundred miler. I'll never run the distance. I'll never do this again. Uh, that's usually what it looks like. It is my finishing. Um, my finishing generally consists of two things, me crying and me cussing about never doing it again. That is it. Folks, you just saw me finish a race. That is it. It consists of that. Um, until two days later, until two days later and or at Stoss <laughs> when I'm closing it down <laughs> at, at like one o'clock in at the morning. dark 30 and I'm sitting here with like five other running legends and they're like telling war stories. I'm like, fuck this. I, <laughs> I gotta try to be like these guys. So they're uh, much cooler than I will yeah, ever be. Yeah. Yeah. So my post race, I mean, seriously, my post race, um, 
I, I mean, just sit down, chill. I, I am. I know it's not right, and I've read tons of stuff that says you shouldn't do it. I don't give a fuck. I'm drinking a beer. You read something you say you shouldn't? Absolutely should not drink a beer. Really? Yes. Yes. I also have not looked any of this up, but I have that's... read it. Uh, so I will drink a beer. I, I am also. Why a, wouldn't you? Uh, I, it has something to do with the the endocrine system is absolutely destroyed. Mm, it's not okay. completely repaired. And then you're like bombarding so, it with unhealthy shit. So it's not good. It's not able to process yeah. whatever you're giving it. I will also say though, I am usually after most of my races, I'm unable to eat like food is my last thing really that I am even wanting to think about, but I am a huge fan of a very, very good chocolate milk. Mm, there's mm. nothing better than a nice chocolate milk. Don't, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's so, so bad. Um, I, I, so my, my push race is yes. It's usually a chocolate milk and or a beer, which I know sounds like a fucking horrible combination. Right. Um, chocolate milk, beer. If I am digging food, like if food sounds good, uh, like I eat after a race or even after a really grueling long run, uh, my post race food is generally a, uh, um, double quarter pounder from McDonald's, nice. which is absolutely disgusting because there is nothing good. Oh, at there's, end. there's no good end to nope, that. Nope. That so, ends uh, badly. Yeah. So that's my post race. And then I, I will, I will honestly say I love sitting at the end of a race and just watching. Yeah. Like you get to see, you get to see the best parts of humanity yeah. at the end of races. I mean, it is the best. There I would is, say this, not to interrupt, but to interrupt, <laughs> I would say that that really only happens in trail races. Yeah. Un- unfortunately. Yeah. Because most road races, it's, it's, too congested. it's herding cattle and it's yeah. too big. Like I, I'd like to stay and see some people, yeah. but they're like, no, keep moving. Yeah. And even when you're there, it's not like, it's not the excitement like yeah. it is in the I trail races. I absolutely love after, after good, I mean, just an ass kicking of a trail race. I love to just sit down on like a picnic table or uh, just a patch of grass and just watch. Like you will never see you will rarely see, I can't say never, you will rarely see people happier than the day they finish an ultra yep. and or a trail race yep. because they almost always take every ounce of your being out of you. Yeah. You don't realize, especially with the, we've talked about the marathon to 50 K jump, but the both for John and myself, like when we first did that first possum, we're like, it's five more miles, which is the stupidest fucking train of thought ever. Yeah. Don't, if you have that train of thought, change it's it. It's not now. true. A change it a, now for those that are doing the pig and then, <laughs> then possibly coming up in a few it's weeks. It's a bad combination. Uh, if it's your first ultra, just, yeah. I mean, you seriously, I mean, do it cause we're idiots and we did it. Yeah, we so did it. you should join the idiot wagon. Yeah. Um, five miles is more than it sounds like that's a, yes. Cause you're not doing five miles at like a 10 minute pace or a right. nine minute pace at that point. Yes. And B this will sound weird. And if you've never ran a ton of trail or if you're not like, like experienced with trail running and or running like non paved, if you're running through any amount of grass, it Gosh. is crazy how much that resistance matters and how much more like you will just be more fatigued. I mean, it yeah. just, it just kind of takes a, so, um, uh, oddly enough after my first possum, you, uh, everyone, you can reach out to my wife. She will tell you, Literally, first thing that came out of my mouth when I finished my first possum ever, I will never fucking do that again. 
and it has been a horrible slippery slope into five the years later yes so um but that is i mean yeah i love just to hang out sit down um and there's because there's there's just few times where you'll get better like war stories yeah then at the end of an ultra or at the end of a trail race where people are just like all the lies, come all out. the lies, boy, all the lies, all the lies. The mud was tit deep at mile nine. Yeah. Was it? Cause I'm not muddy. You know, yeah, like, like, that's weird. I don't have any mud on me. Yeah. Oh, this fucking mosquito bit me and I lost all my blood. <laughs> like they had to do a transfusion. Yeah, they, really? They did on a, the course. They did a blood transfusion. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like I love it. I love, medical staff. I love, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean i just love it i like that is my favorite thing i like i love that yeah so that's my push race um uh, so i mean for you after marathons like you said unfortunately they're hurting you through yeah the, the it's, corral it's, not so, it's mostly just trying to trying to get out of that that nonsense if i can make it back to the course if i finish early enough which lately hasn't been too much of the case <laughs> has not been the common theme no. well especially because i've been doing like smaller races so like oklahoma when i did that i mean i there was only like 10 people behind me yeah but there was also only like 80 people that did the marathon yeah so it's like okay i mean i finished what 509 or something like that which is which is a relatively slower marathon yeah i mean not slow by i wasn't like a seven hour or anything yeah. like that but there was an there wasn't not, that many not people that there's anything me. wrong with that right no not that there's not that's what i was saying like seven hours is seven hours is probably maybe you should rethink some things seven hours is, is a long that's time a long to be out time there. on the course that's a long time to be out there but i mean if that's your case and you're getting it done way to go you i mean i'm not yeah. gonna take anything from you for that you still ran a marathon you got the same medal i did um i just had to sweat more to get it unfortunately do you have a do you have do you have like a go-to that you eat after every single race I, I don't know what it is, but after races, like you said, a quarter pounder from Mickey D's. Yeah. I double quarter pounder. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, why don't they just call it a half pounder then? Uh, Cause I'm fat for, I don't know why. No, I'm saying why don't they why do don't it? They, Cause they I call it a double quarter pounder. Obviously. Well, in France, they call it a quarter pounder deluxe. Of course they do. I don't know. I Pepe think le Pew. I, I totally fucked up that Pulp Fiction reference. It's okay. I was just going to let it slide. I don't even think you knew it. You're too young to even know what that was. What's Pulp Fiction? <laughs> what? Quentin who? <laughs> Has he made anything I may have seen? <laughs> um, I love a big ass cheeseburger. Yeah. Like a bacon, bacon cheeseburger with blue cheese. And oh, like, that's, I fucking hate blue cheese. Oh, it's like some sweet potato fries. Oh, I would, I will do some damage to anything hey. like that. And then, then, then like for some reason, like I'm like chowing that down and I'm like, I tell like the server always, I'm like, whatever that dessert is, I'm going to take that too. Bad idea. Always. We did that at, um, shit. It was Pittsburgh marathon. I don't know why this just literally came to my head. We went to, um, Jerome Bettis has a restaurant across the water near Heinz field yeah. across the water from the finish. So the finish is in downtown Pittsburgh and then across the water in appearance park and, uh, Heinz field. Jerome Bettis has a restaurant and I got this like, this is like it, beer is it called the bus stop. <laughs> no, that'd be a pretty good name for it. If it was though, I don't think, I think it's literally called like it was 31. His number maybe uh, he's a stealer. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, the restaurant was pretty good. Um, the, it was really weird though. Another side note with this, the restrooms were right behind the bar and they had like two way glass. Dude, 
Yes. So like you could, you, you're like, you're like taking a piss and you're literally looking at people at the bar watching yep, the TVs yep. that are above. That's so weird. Eddie George's when he was, when Eddie George's was on high street, yeah. they had the same thing. I bet, I bet better sh- stole that from Eddie George. Probably. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to give credit to the high street guy <laughs> before I get this dealer. Before you get this dealer. But no, so we were there. I had like this like beer, mac and cheese, which if you want to have a horrible thing to have after a race, it's like some greasy cheese. Yeah. Like, it was not. It was not at all. But like while that happened, I was like, yeah, I'll take a piece of your carrot cake. <laughs> Dude, Just bring me the left side of your menu. No lie. The carrot cake was almost as big as a soundboard. Ugh. Like the like, And I'm just it had a giant 30. I think it was 31 was his number. I could be complete off it. Whatever his number was. Yeah, that was like in icing, like Ugh. in like a like a frosting on the side of the cake. So they slice a piece of this cake and then put his number on the side of it. And I, I literally took like a bite of it. I'm a huge fan of carrot cake, but I took I do a bite of it and I was just like, I don't want to do it <laughs> And then the entire drive home from Pittsburgh, Kayla had to stop like every 30 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> 36, 30. So 36. I should have known that Kayla's a Steelers fan. Sorry, honey losers. It's okay. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's race day, you know, yeah. like there's, you can't really, you have to, you can't discount the, the prep to get to race day. So like the sleep and the food and stuff like that. And then the prep in the morning, like John said, it's all about what your body can handle and what you're used to. I mean, you don't want to, you definitely don't want to do something new. You want to practice this routine. So if it's, uh, if, if it's your first, you know, first race or your first few races, find a routine that works for you. You talk, I talked about oatmeal. I used to eat oatmeal before all my runs. Yeah. And then I was like, why do I need to take a poop in the middle of my run? Like what's <laughs> you, the consistent factor here? It is kind of funny. You know what we did kind of leave out the night before I always lay out perfectly the outfit that they run in. You know what I do? I know what you do. Cause you're corny. No, well now I don't know what you think I do. What do I, the, what do you think? Picture I, I get I, like close it. I like, don't do that. Okay. Not always. I do it sometimes. <laughs> I do. I lay out almost two outfits just in case the oh weather like God. miraculously changes. So here's what like I, I literally packed for Iowa and I have, I have, I always keep like, if I'm wearing shorts, I'm wearing shorts. I know what shorts I'm going to yeah, wear. Yeah. But then I decide between tank top and short sleeve shirt, yeah. which is an easy thing, but I'll have like two short sleeve oh shirts my God. just in case like, all right, is it like really breezy or is it like kind of breezy? So my, mine is not as dorky, but even as neurotic, I will like my clothes has to be in a pile. So, and it's it, the pile goes backwards from the last thing to put on is closest to the ground to the first thing <laughs> I put on. So obviously shoes are, you know, the first right, bottom, the very bottom and then socks and then my t-shirt and then shorts because that's the order i put yeah, stuff on it makes sense but it has to be do perfect you, do that you, way i know that way i know for a fact i'm not missing anything as i work my way through the as pile. you're working through do you put like when you wake up in the morning you're like eating stuff like that are you dressed first or is that the last thing you do uh, i always well, no well well before you leave the door before you leave, obviously you're dressed in something. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like butt ass, butt ass naked, like make it a bagel. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Drop yogurt on my, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, I, I wake up and instantly get dressed. That is the literal last thing I do before no, I walk I out. Li- the I get dressed instantly, which I, and, and then I'm a huge, so I, where we're, um, 
I do sometimes have to reapply my my chafing bomb though because yeah, of because your order of order of order work. of operations. <laughs> yeah. Order of ops. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. that's why it's the last thing I do is get dressed. Yeah. See, I, I, I kind of like the extra layer of <laughs> chafe. <laughs> I don't know. It's already rubbed raw. It's rubbed raw. Uh, I like, I like <laughs> to go uh, heavy on the chafing. Uh, but yeah. So um, that's, that's our race day. You got anything else on that? Yeah. Well, I, well, you know what we didn't talk about? Cause we talked about sunshine and puppy dogs and like how to do everything perfect. Uh-huh. What we didn't talk about is when shit goes tragically wrong. Yeah. Like when you forget things, like I don't know, like I d- I don't know if I've ever really had anything go like super. What's well, up? Like my, the post race for there, it's like eating food that you shouldn't like. Just because you're hungry for stuff, like maybe not the most greasy, disgusting things. The the thing because your stomach is gonna say, <sighs> no, thank you. I don't know that I've ever had no, a tragic no. No, <laughs> no. I know, I know, no, I clean. Uh, <laughs> you're fired. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had a really super bad finish to a race or like post race. And I don't know that I've ever had a super bad pre race anything. Um, I'll let you think about it, but I had another, I've had a lot of bad post races. One of our, uh, one of my worst stories was Hawaii where that race was just miserable from the fact yeah. that it was beautiful. Cause you were on Hawaii and it's like, but I had to walk the second half of it. Most of it. Yeah. So it was like running a half marathon and then walking a half marathon, <sighs> nothing like a five hour and 50 minute marathon. But worst case, I'm like, I'm looking at dolphins and sea turtles in the yeah. ocean in Maui. I'm like, this is great. So because it took me so long, I'm trying to harpoon one of those dolphins, yeah. eat it. <laughs> dolphin safe tuna. Not what I want. <laughs> um, <laughs> give me that porpoise. I want flipper. <laughs> Um, so that's so bad. <laughs> I, because I took so long to finish, we missed the flight. No way. You missed a flight back home or like just from one to, island to another. To the, so we, we went to Maui for the race and then we were going to start a vacation afterwards. So it was just another inner Island okay, flight. So okay. it wasn't too, we, because we didn't completely miss the flight itself, but it was going to, there was no way we were making it to the airport. Yeah. So it was basically a missed flight. <laughs> did that. So I finished the race. I feel like absolute garbage. Kale's like, we really need to go though. Like we had already missed our late checkout, yeah. but they were, we were like, Hey, sorry, my husband's running slow. Yeah. So barely get there, take a shower. I'm like barely wanting to stand. I can't get any food down. I'm like super dehydrated. Cause it's like 90 degrees in Maui. Just ridiculous. We missed the one flight. I rebooked the flight. We hit traffic. We almost missed that flight because of getting the car rental checked in, getting to the, the actual terminal. Cause I mean, Hawaii, all those airports are tiny security line was so long. We get there. They literally were about to close the airplane doors. And we're that, we're that couple that's Here's like, this. excuse, excuse me, excuse me. This is uh, our, this is our, we sit, we sit right there. Uh, but I mean, miss one flight, had to you know, pay to rebook and then almost miss that flight as well. So like, that's just one of those like horror stories where you're like, what could go wrong? Oh, everything. Cool. 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 Yeah. I, I, I'm just trying to think like, I, I maybe one of the, and this is like, so like, so minuscule compared to that. Like, like this is bad for me, quote unquote. Um, the year we get it. You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the year I ran the year I ran flying pig, um, we were, we've, we've always been like, we've always favored holiday ends. 
So I, I was like, oh, where's Holiday Inn? Like, oh, look, there's a Holiday Inn. So we booked a Holiday Inn. Uh, yeah, that motherfucker is like three miles from the start finish line. So uh, it's across the river, isn't it? Yeah, you know, across the river and, you know, dead, dead west a little ways, you know. So nothing like a little hike to your running, you know. So and then, so that sucked to walk that far to the starting line. That, go, that end, goes back to our preparation. Yeah. At the end, which, yeah, again, cause we don't travel a ton. That's not really my expertise. Uh, and then, uh, at the end we, we were lucky enough to catch a, uh, like a, like a trolley back. Yeah. Uh, so that wasn't that bad. I'm trying to think probably the worst thing that's ever happened post race. Um, really wasn't, I kind of maybe it was my fault because I didn't do a good enough job staying dry. Like I didn't change out clothes enough when it was raining on me for like 18 straight fucking hours. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Jen, poor Jen had to put Destin in like the holiest of holy places. <laughs> and like, like literally like, I mean, it was like, I have never had inflammation and swelling Ugh. and like, uh, like heat rash, sweat rash, jungle rot, where the fuck it was. Um, jungle rot. <laughs> basically from the waist down to knees up <laughs> was just completely swollen to where there was like, it was, it was bad. Ugh. It was bad. Um, I don't know how our wives deal with us. Oh, I like, it's crazy. Like the shit that Jin has put up. And what's funny is like, this is like, you know, Jen and I uh, agreed that this would be her year, right? Like, okay, I'm not going to run any like crazy big races this year. Yeah. And like, this is your year when I, when I get you through some races. Um, so like, uh, instead of like just being like super chill, like I, I, I even have a hard time just giving up like this year. Like I'm like completely freaking out over like worrying about like, but what about this? What about that? What about, right. that? What about UTMB? Like, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I just need just a few more points, honey. What yeah. do you think about this? So, um, yeah, but that's just, I don't know. I've never really had a horrible post or I pre-race. Mean, that's not a bad thing not to have like a yeah. horrible, but there's no good but stories. Then it, in but there. then again, I mean the issue, I guess most of my bad stories come with the traveling and you yeah. don't really travel. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Especially with like races like this weekend, like, all right, running the race and I got work on Monday. So yeah. I've got to drive eight and a half hours and lose an hour in time change. We won't be back home until almost 11 PM to then turn back around and I got to be work at eight. So yeah, I think traveling definitely has that, but yeah, that's, that's kind of race day without running. I mean, there's, there's so much that that's involved with it. And we, I, uh, I believe, and I think John would agree with this as well. It's, it's just as important to, you know, prep for pre-race as it is to reward yourself pro post race. Yeah. Like it's an accomplishment. You know, you, you tackle something you've been training for, for maybe in many cases, many months, a good part of a year. Yeah. You've been putting the work in, you've been, you know, prepping for this and you do it. You need to enjoy yourself. Like you just need to, you know, really enjoy it. It's hard. And John and I have this and we try not to talk about ourselves as like, you know, we've done all these amazing things. We've done these races because it's not about us and we're not trying to, to, to brag on anything, but you know, it, when you finish a race, people are going to like, be like, Oh my goodness. Like, I don't like to walk that. I don't like to drive that far. I don't like to do like, just take the compliment. Like, yeah. you know, just, just, you know, like, you know what? You're going to be selfish for just the day. Don't, don't continue it. Yeah. <laughs> don't I continue mean, it. Maybe not a month. <laughs> yeah. But definitely like, you know, just like give yourself a good yeah. couple days. Yeah. Like you, you really deserve the credit 
for putting in the work because it's, it's more than just the, you know, three to 30 hours that you put in for a race. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more to that to get you to that point and you really deserve the the praise that comes with it. But yeah, don't let it go to your head, but definitely take it in, <laughs> take it in there. Anything else with the topic? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think we, I think we tackle that pretty well. Um, as always, some local stuff that's going on. Way to go. Cap City Half Marathon Finishers. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, you did it. Oh, you, uh, we should have probably told you about this earlier, but I just found out about it Wednesday, which is when we're recording. <laughs> Today. Land Grant has a special beer brewed. So. Are they serving it at the race? I, I don't know. Or let me rephrase. Did they serve did it they at the it? race? <laughs> so, um, okay. So Cap City was ran on. Saturday. Saturday. You guys are listening to us on Tuesday. So go and still look for this beer. Yeah. Land Grant brewed a beer called 13.1. That we're that, trying to get our hands on. That we're trying to get our hands off. I think they distribute it throughout Giant Eagles. Yes. Yeah. I believe they distribute that's it through That's what our contact yes, says. Yes. Our source. Yeah. I am optimistic that it is named 13.1, both because the race is a half marathon. Why don't we look that up? I am also very optimistic that it's 13.1 ABV. I'm still not believing that because oh Landgrant doesn't make anything that but heavy. I, I feel like we were there for a hangry thing and they were talking about doing that. But anywho, now that you've completed a uh, Cap City half, congratulations. That is actually one of my favorite little half marathons because... It is the back half, kind of, sort of. It is like a modified back half of the Columbus Marathon with much better crowd support than what would be on the back half of the Columbus Marathon. Um, so I yeah, enjoy that. Yeah, I enjoy that race quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, no, 13.1 wheat. It's a 4.9% ABV. Oh, get the fudge out of here. <laughs> so enjoy your beer-flavored water. Thanks, Land Grant. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Um, you were talking about four so well. I was so fucking super. I told stoked. you it was going to be a pale ale. I was like so. Well, I don't. I don't even care if it's a pale ale. Like you know, just like do like do something big. It's a sunny and hazy ale, packing a ton of zesty citrus and notes of orange peel. Yeah, yeah it's literally for an after run. It's yeah. it's a refreshing. Uh, let's see. You know what that sounds yeah, like. I mean, yeah, that sounds a lot typical. like a. Uh, oh, I bet that can is, looks pretty sweet though. Uh, it's kind of a cool can. Um, yeah. I bet that is a lot like a, um, kind of like a shandy. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's a pale wheat ale, so it's definitely going it. to have a little more of that. Damn it, Land Grant. You have me all super stoked for a 13.1 ABV. Oh, dude. Could you imagine running which, a half marathon and then pounding We need to find out when Zaftig's anniversary party is. They're doing some like barrel age stuff of like 17 and 18 percenters. Jesus Christ. And there's we, like we, limited release bottles of that. We should just set up. You know what we should do? I'm going to reach out to him. We I'll reach out to my contact event. there. We should set up an event. Yeah. I'll reach out to my contact there. You and know we'll, we could, oh. God, the gears are yeah. turning folks yeah. the gears are turning i think that's in three weeks so we'll maybe set up there. a little event but yeah that kind of actually goes into boom so way to go cap city half marathoners next week way cinco- not to go land grant i mean uh. <laughs> next week cinco de mayo will be recording because we usually record on sundays but since it's that'd be cs de mayo not a real thing. Cinco de Mayo really isn't either, but that's a whole nother story. Um, Cinco de Mayo, we're going to do crap beer. Oh, it is that 
time. Yeah. And we want this. Uh, we want the whole episode to be listener supported, meaning you guys chose the beers that we're going to drink. Thanks. Thanks. For, thank, thanks. I think Milwaukee's best. Uh, is Milwaukee's number one. The beast. <laughs> the beast. Oh, that's going to be such that's a horrible. So that's going to be an interesting day. But since you guys selected the beer, we also want to basically answer your questions. And this, this can be running related, beer related, BS related, really just anything you guys want to just pepper. Yeah. Just pepper the social medias. Yeah, just kill our it. Our email so, boxes just start. So, so we shit prefer to, to you can send us a message on Facebook. You can email us. You can um, text us. Fuck we, it. If you have our I've, phone numbers, text yeah, us. If you have, yeah, if you have phone numbers, we'll, we'll compile them there. But send us some questions. We're going to answer our favorite questions in kind of like a complete BS manner. So it's going to be a little hodgepodge episode of really what you guys want. You know, we really, really appreciate it. I mean, we're 16 episodes in. I don't know about John, but uh, like, I didn't think we'd get this far and people like actually want to continue listening like this. Uh, I've told this story multiple times when you first came to me for this. I'm like, that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever yeah. heard. No one wants to listen to my dumb ass. Yeah. I don't know. I think people want to listen to your dumb ass. And like, lo and behold, yeah. here we are. Yeah. It all started because I wanted to steal John's like little name of running beer, ro- running, run uh, beer, sleep, repeat. Oh, from uh, my Instagram. From your Instagram. Yeah. I was like, I want to steal that. Run, and I was like, beer, oh, sleep, I was like oh, we tried to figure out a name and we came up with running beer and BS. And yeah, we were like, oh, we'll, we'll do a few episodes and we'll see what happened. I mean, the initial podcasting thing this is behind the scenes stuff. But the initial podcasting thing, we all had like a trial for like five episodes. We're like, all right, we'll do five episodes and we'll see if anybody listens. And, and you guys listen and, and guys we're 16 deep and we appreciate it. So we want to give it back to you, answer your questions. So anything you have about that you want to know about us, obviously there's, we're going to filter some of these out. So if you say some weird shit, we're just not going to talk. What's hilarious is I think you and I both like instantly know who will send us the oh, yeah. <laughs> Like I'm like, he's not getting shit answered. Yeah. Yeah. He's not getting shit answered. <laughs> Yeah, they're definitely, uh, they're not going to answer. So you'll, we'll have a link on, on Facebook where you'll see that, but you can also email us, like I said, at podcast at running beer and BS.com. We'll have all that information in the show notes. Um, but yeah, that is this week's episode. Uh, thanks to mother's brewing company for making a delicious, delicious beer. I'm about to take my last sip that apparently is going to be a little boozy. Um, but yeah, it was a delicious beer. So thank you so much. Please reach out to us on social media, uh, or email as well. One last thing. Good. I know our crap beer, uh, is going to be recorded on Saturday, which is Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Also, uh, because you'll still have time to get ready for this because of when this will drop. Yes. Cinco de Mayo, there is a possum training run at DSP. We talked about it last week. I'm going to remind you guys again. I am telling you, there is not a better group of trail runners in the United States than the possum group. Yep. Uh, if you want to meet some just absolutely phenomenal people. If you want to learn about the trail that is going to be the playing possum 50 K, if you just want to hang out and shoot the shit and most of the time we end up at Hambo, Hambo yeah, grin like afterwards. Ham- Hambo will probably be a thing Speaking afterwards. Speaking of great things after a long run. Yeah. Hambo. Hambo is um, where it's up. But yeah, I put it in the show notes. Uh, we put it in the show notes last week for the possum page. I'll put it again this week so you can see it there. You can find all the show notes at running beer and BS.com slash EP zero one six for episode 16. You had something else to say? Nope. I was, I thought you were watch, thought, watch you cough. I thought, I thought I always thought you were about to say something. That's why I coughed. I know. I just want to stare at you. <laughs> you just stare at me while I cough. That's just how, I just wanted an awkward silence. Sure. Watch you cough. Whatever. As always, reach out to us on social Turn media. Give us, <laughs> 
uh, give us beer recommendations, topic ideas, share your training. If you did complete the Cap City Half Marathon, uh, just shoot us a little thing. We want to use that hashtag run beer and BS. We'd love to share some of your photos, repost those on the Instagrams. Um, we will be coming up with a hashtag too to ask us questions. So we'll start this. Uh, we'll have a little segment where we answer some of your questions each and every episode. Uh, in a few weeks, we'll do that, but not right now. But definitely leave those comments and pictures and what's going on with your training. We'd love to hear about it. If you do enjoy the podcast and you're not yet subscribed, consider subscribing on your favorite fi- podcast platform. Also, leave us a review uh, either on iTunes, Facebook, Stitcher, Google, wherever. Um, if you do leave it on one of the platforms, please copy and paste to Facebook. Uh, that's where we are choosing our reviews of the week. We don't have any reviews yet this week because we literally just recorded a few days ago, so we don't have anything now. So make sure you get those reviews in. I have heard I've gotten a few emails from people talking about That's it. Super cool. Um, I've got a few comments from friends like texting me like, Hey, great job on the podcast. So we have Mike didn't know you listened to it. That's awesome. Yeah. You do. Hey, how about you leave a review? Cause that'd be great. Cause I'd love to call out your name and send you a free sticker. Yeah. So remember if you get selected for the review of the week, you'll get a sticker. Um, those that have previously, those will be in the mail this week. I am uh, collecting addresses. Uh, I would have already reached out to you, but if I haven't, uh, you'll hear from me shortly. Um, but yeah, that is everything there. John, you got anything else for him? Negative. You guys have a great week. Peace.